Testing, testing. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> How's my video? Is it really slow or is it okay? I'm gonna have to do, do something. Some Dance. Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. All right, welcome to another episode of Dudes to Dads. Tonight's topic, Alan. Yes, you are Jason. Well, I'm Jason Kreidman. <laughs> and I'm Alan Bush. But tonight's topic, how can dads communicate with their kids? Right. We are live on Blab again. This time it's a little bit different setup than we did last time. Last time I was looking at one screen, looking at another screen, and trying to look at you <laughs> because Alan is in the same room as me. Yes, we can see. Um, yeah. So actually I can't reach. Can I reach? Can you reach over here? here reach through here. That's his hand. Look at that. There it is. Through the magic of technology. <laughs> so... Um, so we are on Blab, and thanks for uh, anybody joining us here. Uh, we do a weekly podcast. Uh, it's called Dudes to Dads, and it's uh, helping uh, the transition from single man into family man, or single dude into family man. Right. But like I said, tonight's topic is about uh, communication and really about how can dads communicate with their kids. Um, and so one of the things I want to start with is... The communication starts with listening. Right. <laughs> Imagine that. I know, right? This is pretty obvious, but a lot of people don't remember that. Part. So you you, you're, you want to learn how to talk, right? And you want to learn how to talk to your kids or yeah. your significant other or whoever. Yeah. But it starts with listening. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Right. So <laughs> I, you know, I was doing some preparation for the show and looking at various things of you know how can people communicate. Now I've got my own ideas as well, but that was one of the things you know that comes up first. It's always about you know, communication. And right. I, I would say the overarching th theme of all of these tips and suggestions and everything else is that communication with your kids is a two-way discussion. It's right. not a lecture. Right, right. You no, know, doesn't matter what's happening. I mean, well, that's a good point too. Like discussion is kind of the key ingredient here right. because like it, it, when you're a parent and you're older, you tend to want to just, I mean, you're the parent. I, I can't speak from experience, but <laughs> I know speaking to kids, sometimes you tend to want to just tell them what to do or, right. you know, so they do what you say, but and you really should be engaged with them and communicating yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's important to, first of all, make sure that you're having a discussion and you're not doing a lecture. Mm -hmm. So that can be even when you're disciplining, you know, even when you're disciplining and you're trying to teach or something, yeah. you know, uh, it's important to, to keep that in mind. So right. I've got a couple things. Um, this was Dr. Laura Markham. Okay. She runs a website called AHA Parenting. I love it. It's got yeah. a weekly newsletter. She, she's got some really, really good tips and good suggestions, great articles, an abundance of articles on what to do. And it's ahaparenting.com. Is so, she in the area or? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, she's okay. other other side of the country. I oh, think. gotcha. But, okay. um, yeah, but just great tips. I, somebody else had turned me on to her and just, I love getting the emails. They're always relevant to what I'm going through, right, yeah. you know, or what I'm what I'm doing. So so one of the things she talked about, it was, there was an article, and I'll put a link to it on our uh, on our website, uh, dudestodads.com right. slash dads podcast. Yep. Um, the first thing you do is, if you want to get your child to listen, is... You don't start talking until you have your child's attention. Right. Seems pretty... Yeah. yeah. Pretty straightforward. So, yeah. But remember, on the last podcast, we talked about gems. 
yes. the genuine encounter moments, right, which is actually right. like you know getting down to the child's level, um, you know, uh, making that that love or that heart connection with them. Yeah, and that's something that's you know that's really important. So, right, right. Um, what I do want to mention too for those just joining us, we are live on Blab. Yeah. Um, as well, though we we record this is a live podcast that we record weekly so for the podcast listeners uh, if you're not on the live broadcast you can reach us at podcast at dudes to dads.com yep uh, and send us emails questions comments also too for those on blab we welcome any questions as we're going um alan sort of the producer and technical wizard of the show will field uh any of the questions and sort of weave those in as we can but we're going to try to keep the podcast going so yeah um, so the thing, so after you have your child's attention and you start, uh, you know, you don't start talking until you've, you've done that, um, you don't want to repeat yourself. Right. So if number two is don't repeat yourself. So if it's not working and you have to repeat yourself, <laughs> yeah. go back to step one. Right. <laughs> Get their attention. Does that make sense? Yeah. I am totally guilty of this. Of? I mean, of, of repeating big, myself. Oh, I mean, gotcha. every parent. It's like, yeah. you know, I feel like I have to say it 10 times. It's like, hey, you got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I always say like bedtime. I'm like to my son, I'm like, we've been doing this for five to seven years. <laughs> like every night. Yeah, but at least night. three of those years I don't remember. <laughs> well, true. Okay, so like, you know, we've been doing it three real years, four yeah, real right, years. Right. Every night's the same thing. We get on our pajamas, or we take a bath, we get on our pajamas, we blush, brush our teeth, we comb our hair. But I mean, it's like, it's the same thing. You know, they just, and so, you know, we make lists and we put things up and we do all kinds of stuff. But if I'm trying to talk to them and they're not listening, yeah, yeah. it means that, they don't. I don't, have, don't have their, their attention, attention, you know, and I'm not engaging with them. So you don't think that repeating yourself might be because they either forgot or they want to test your limits? Well, to I'll tell degree? you another. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's that's the dynamic of parenting. Right. Five hundred things going on at one time. So the other element is, and I learned this was like toddlers and things, is that it takes them approximately 16 seconds to respond to what you say. Really? So another yes. So in other words, if you said, "Please get out of the bath." It hits them 16 seconds later. It takes them 16. Uh, really? Some, yeah, it was some statistic like that that was just insane. Yeah. <laughs> and as like they a get quarter a quarter of older, a minute or yeah, something. <laughs> as, as they get a little older, the time is reduced. But it was funny because I've tested my kids on this a couple That's times. Hilarious. And I've said it. Yeah. And then I waited. Mm-hmm. And then they actually did respond. So I, it's not every time. No. But it is funny because the problem is with us as parents, we're so impatient. You know, we want it. Like, I'm saying this. Do it now. That's hilarious. Um, you know, that's that's really you know what, yeah. It's just it's just something that happens. It's like sixteen <laughs> seconds. So that's something you know you've got to slow down when you're saying you're expecting and you're saying, hey, listen, I want to talk to you. Yeah. And they're not paying attention. You might want to give them just a little bit more time. So yeah. Instead, we don't. We give them two seconds and they go. I said I, I was talking to you. <laughs> you know? And we're like, right, right away. We want it right away. So. Um, yeah, I saw. A yeah, one there. of the guys said, uh, yeah. "I wish so many people would give me 16 yeah, seconds." Yeah, totally. I know. I, 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 well, even when my wife will say something or my kids say something, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, just a second, you know. Yeah. Um, sometimes <laughs> it was funny though. The other day, my you know my daughter who's five, she's you know I said something and she goes, uh, "Just a minute, Dad." Oh, you know. Wow. And I was like, "Oh, so okay." Um, yeah, totally. So we don't repeat ourselves. We go back to step one now. And step three, 
uh, or the third thing is use fewer words when you're talking to your children. Right. So if you're trying to communicate with them, you try to be very, very to the point. And, and, and the list I'm giving is more for younger children. So toddler, small child, probably seven, you know, seven and under or something like that. Right. Right. You know, so you using fewer words so that they can comprehend what it is that you're, you're talking about. Right. Like, let's say you wanted them to bring the plate from the table to the to the kitchen, you know, or to the kitchen. Yeah. You don't say, "Hey, um, listen, you know, it's dinner time's over, and I want you to bring the plate." You just say, "Plate, kitchen." <laughs> I mean, literally, that's all you need is, you know, if, no, if that's what you're doing. I love it because it's like really straight it's to caveman. the point. Yeah, it's yeah. total <laughs> caveman talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I grunt and get um, my point across? <laughs> totally. So I think that's it. Um, the the next item was, you know, see it from their point of view. Right. So. You know, you're using fewer words. You also want to put yourself in their shoes. I mean, you know, I, I think we talked about this last yeah, time. The empathy where, thing. The empathy thing. Yeah. You know, my, my child comes home from school. They are. Um, did you just join? No, there's another Alan Bush. I think I know him. Oh, really? Yeah, we're. I think we're friends on Twitter. <laughs> Funny enough. There's awesome. a guy named Alan Bush who joined. Thank you, Alan, for joining. And he has the same name as me. <laughs> that is so yeah, cool. Yeah, I think we're like friends on that. Are you Alan H, though? Yeah. Yeah, we have, <laughs> probably have different middle names, but it's pretty hilarious. That is cool. <laughs> uh, I, I wish I was friends with a Jason Crydman. Um, so, you know, you see it from their point of view. Like you said, you have empathy, but also, you know, really understanding. Like, uh, I think the example we used last week was that, you know, the child comes home from school and says, you know, I, I had to sit alone at lunch, you know, and you're like, so what? <laughs> like in our world, that's just not that big of a deal. Right, right. But in their world, to a smaller child, it's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a their huge whole deal. world. You know? it, it, absolutely. It's a huge deal. It's their yeah. whole world. Yeah. And so we have to, you know, if we're going to communicate with our children, we've got to give them that empathy and saying like, hey, listen, I, I understand what you're, you know, what you're going through. And yeah. so you don't, you don't diminish, you know, minimize it yeah. or make it smaller or whatever. Well, time you know, and so. experiences get exponentially shorter as you get older. Like, cause like when you're a kid, an hour seems like forever. <laughs> you ever been in a car just driving? Like, oh, right. An hour right. It's taking forever. But like now, I'm like an hour goes well, by like that. But guess what? That changes as you're single and then you're married with kids as well. In the fact that <laughs> if I get ten minutes of quiet, <laughs> it's like you know, <laughs> that's like gold. Well, actually, wives or moms would say, sure. More. I mean, like when they're you know breastfeeding and they're doing yeah, this stuff. Yeah. I mean, five minutes of alone time. My wife would always say, "It's like I, I just want to go to the bathroom." Like. <laughs> Like just bat- go to the bathroom by myself. You know, that's, that's, uh, the time changes. Like, and somebody will say like, Oh, I've got like an hour to kill. I mean, like if I have an hour to kill, man, I mean, yeah. there's, you know, that's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess just like we talked point. about when I came in here, like the, the amount of things I came, you know, full work day straight from, we have a meetup here locally right. in Encinitas so for an hour and a half and ran in from the conference room over back into this room. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to eat anything as we you know launched the podcast. So, you know, it, but that's life. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's how yeah. I roll. Every so. second is full. <laughs> yeah, it's like when's that break? You know, I'll, my, my head will hit the pillow hard. You know, tonight. Yeah, right, right. Um, but this stuff is fun. It's you know, it's energizing. So, so you want to see it from their point of view, um, and then you know the next thing she she said was um, engage cooperation. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that means give them choices. You know, you're cooperating. And giving them the choice, getting them involved in the decision making, if there is such, um, you know, we talk about that too, where you know the kid needs to go upstairs, right. and you're communicating with them, and you're giving them an option. You're saying, well, do you want to go upstairs fast 
or slow. You know, <laughs> it's not. Do you want to go upstairs or no? Not? Right. It's, it's which way do you want to yeah. go upstairs? You know? <laughs> um, and you learn that with small children too, especially of giving them choices because they feel empowered to be able to make those choices. Yeah. You know, that's something that they, you know, they want to make a choice. They want to be in control, and so by you giving them a choice, they have the opportunity to do that. Right. This is a huge one. This okay. is the next one. Okay. Is to stay calm. <laughs> And take a deep breath. Yes. So if you're going to communicate and want to communicate with your children, being you know, very high strong or very worked up, it's not going to happen. Right. You know, um, they are, and this comes up in many cases, they're, they're going to feed off of you and model your behavior. Yeah. So, you know, if you're worked up and you're, you know, too crazy, they're going to be that crazy too. Yeah. You know, and that's why you notice like, you know, people who are really mellow often have mellow kids you know i don't my kids are not mellow you know they don't just she's not exactly a mellow guy no i'm not i'm not a mellow guy but um you know it's just it's funny it's that and that's like you know i have friends that are and they're, they're yeah. very mellow and it's like the kids are just like whatever yeah you know? right, right um that, that's kind of it. so stay calm take a deep breath and sort of you know create that atmosphere yeah um the next one is set up routines so you want to set up a routine. We talk about this all the time. So, um, you know, how do you get your child to listen to what you're trying to communicate? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, part of it is a routine. If you're trying to talk to them and communicate to them about like getting ready in the morning, well, right. what do we talk about? Make a routine out of it. Yeah. You know, make a list, make a time, you know, the timestamps, do all that stuff. So right, that's, that's right. important to do. Sure. Um, and then the last part, which takes it back to the first, yeah. is, is to listen. Right. You know? Oh yeah, it's kind of a sandwich of listening, right? <laughs> Which I feel I need to do more, <laughs> a lot more. Um, in fact, even in this podcast, you know, I, I was noticing we were we were, we you know we sometimes review our podcast, and I was yeah. saying like, just of listening more. You know, mm. I'm, I have I have all this stuff in my head, and I, I want to get it out. Sure. And I don't think then I listen, and that's that would be to you. It could be to the guests. It could be ever. I'm just I'm thinking about the next thing that I'm. I'm going to say and yeah. I want to get out versus yeah. being engaged right. you know, directly. That's a criticism of myself. Sure. I mean, but, you know, that's an important thing when you're talking to people is to really, you know, that they want to feel like you're listening to them. I mean, yep. that's that's the battle. Well, you know? and I imagine that with kids, it's even harder because they're trying to communicate in a way that you kind of understand where they're going with it or you need to really tell them not to do something yeah. or whatever it is. And you need to get that across. Right. And all of a sudden they're not. And you're like, yeah, OK, I get it. But <laughs> stop doing this or yeah. please not do that. Or no, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, I mean, it's really, really important for you to listen and for them to hear you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or for you to hear them, right. um, you know, to do that. So it brings it sort of all full circle yeah. that, you know, what is what is important when you want, you know, to get your child to listen to you. Right, right. So, you know, going back and sort of, you know, talking about these things, you know, a lot of this is setting the environment, mm-hmm. you know, making it and then having intention and, 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 and really engaging them, being empathetic, staying calm. I mean, it's all these things that you think about. But when you're trying to communicate, you really just want to get your point across. Right. Yeah. Like you're not thinking about it from their perspective. Right. Like what does my child need right now in order to be receptive to what I'm trying to say? Right. You know, and that it's funny. I, I feel like um, I had a lot of practice in that in the in the workspace, you know, because that's essentially what you do as a manager. You know, if you're a manager, you are trying you know that you need to get your point across or that you need to yes. raise somebody else up yes. or you know you know what you, your purpose that you're trying to accomplish yeah. and so you have to affect the situation that way 
so that you can get what you need out of it. You yeah. know, whether it is to you know, make someone better or to discipline or whatever it is. So it kind of goes along to, um, you know, it, it goes along with that. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been a director as well and, and managed yeah. teams and stuff like And that's the, one of the biggest thing you have to learn is to communicate effectively stay calm right <laughs> you can't be can't yelling take it personally lungs. you can't take things personally is the other right. thing too like you know when someone gets mad or they're doing something you don't take it personally I've right that so so time. going on the subject of listening so what i did is i then turn the listening i have a couple things here so that was really you know how to get your child to listen mm-hmm. so this one is really from the parent side um how to listen responsive responsibly for, for yourself oh, okay. so how how do we now be able to listen so it's not like what we're trying to get our child to do right but now it's like you know how do we get them the ability for the parents <laughs> to listen I'm, I'm getting it confused yeah right yeah. so turn that around right so basically you know listening responsibly is what it's called mm-hmm it involves, and here's an example. So one, there was a ton of them, but I just took a couple of them. It involves being silent and listening to the entire explanation. Okay. So when a child comes to you and says, hey, blah, 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 whatever, I know already I've cut my son off and my daughter because I don't want to hear it. But <laughs> this, you know, that whatever it's called. Point like, blank. Yeah. You're just like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like that's like, what? Is that's it that's it's like an excuses right that that's in a situation where they might get in trouble or okay. you know or not in trouble but you know we have a discussion they did right. something whatever. and they're trying to delay yeah it. <laughs> I mean they're trying to communicate with me about his day I'm not yeah. cutting him off right right uh, even though I'm a conversation hijacker <laughs> I try not to do that with my son um but yeah so I, I I definitely being silent and being cognizant of that is really really important yeah. so allowing whoever the child to really just explain what it is that they're trying to communicate so you can't really assume and I, I find this too with a spouse with my wife where she'll start a story or do something and I'll immediately cut in asking a question mm. versus just like letting her explain it right you know right. although I have said with men and women women need to just tell us the end first <laughs> I yeah, just did yeah. that today with my assistant <laughs> and then we'll Tarantino it back yeah, and yeah try totally. to figure it tell out me the there. end for oh well she died okay now tell me the whole story oh, okay. about how well, she what happened died. in between that right, right. Um, so it, you know being silent is important but what it doesn't involve what listening responsibly doesn't involve is interrupting formulating your response while the other person is talking so yeah. That's something because that's not truly listening. Yeah, and so I I know that I do that because I can't you can't listen really well while you're talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend that I would watch movies with. It's a guy named Chris, and he, and he I'm calling him out. You're calling him out. I'm calling yeah. him out, but yeah, I don't Chris, think if you're listening right now, yeah. Uh, but he would ask questions during the movie, even if we're both had seen it at the same time. And I'm right. going, I didn't get here before you. Why are you asking me the questions? <laughs> right. Listen to what's going on. I'm, I'm just as new to this as you are. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, awesome. So, yeah, that's funny. Okay. So then, um, so we're talking about listening responsibil- uh, responsibly. So yeah. the next thing is creating a warm atmosphere for talking. Okay. So when you're talking to your kids, you really want to make sure you choose a good time. Um, you know, a good time to talk. And that's a good time for you and them. You know, sure. when I come home from work, probably not the best time to have that kind of conversation. Right, with you. right. You know, I'm tired. Yeah. Like for my kids, I already know the best time to have that conversation with them is at breakfast. Oh, my okay. kids are alert. Yep. They're they're listening. Yeah. Anything after five o'clock. 
Yeah. No parenting can happen. They're not <laughs> listening. They're tired from their day. I mean, it just, yeah. it's not going to work. Right. So and you're tired as well. Yeah. I'm tired as well. Yeah. You know, and so those, I mean, even, oh, yes, we might have some interesting talks at bedtime. Mm. It's not a time to absorb and really talk about something serious for my children. Right. For my children, I know, at least, I mean, already, I know that I, I can get them in the mornings, um, you know, and I'll, I'll probably be more effective that way. Right. Um, so you have to do it, you know, a time that's good for both of you. I'm not necessarily, well, I'm up in the morning early. So, I mean, it's usually after I get back from the gym or something like that. Sure. I'm, I have energy, they have energy and it's, it's a good talk. Right. right. Um, you know, and, and, and in fact, that's something that came up because like we had a discipline situation or not a discipline, but a situation that happened at school. Um, and we didn't talk about it right after school. Okay. So now you know, let them decompress. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like the normal thing would have probably been for me to be like, why didn't you Let's do you know, address whatever, this right address now. this issue yeah. right away. Right. And instead, we, my wife and I talked about it and we said, you know what? We both agreed. It's like, let's just let them play, decompress, we'll deal with it in a little bit. Yeah, I, you know, I'm like you. I kind of want to get it out right now. <laughs> and But at the same time, I had to learn in previous relationships, even, you know, that I've had been in, that sometimes they're not ready to talk about it. Right. And me pressing it is making it worse. Mm-hmm. So let them Timing's stew important. in it. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it is, we need to address it immediately, but this time it's like, hey, let them think about it for a while and then we can talk when they're right. ready. Yeah. Right. Um, so once again, for those who just joined us, we are recording live on Blab uh, this as well, but we do a weekly podcast called Dudes to Dads. Um, I'm Jason Kreidman. And I am Alan Bush. And Alan Bush. And uh, if you have questions, you certainly can write them into the uh, Blab console there. I don't know what you would call it. Um, the other would be Chat. if you're listening via podcast, which is most of our listeners, yeah. uh, podcast at dudes to dads.com. Yeah. Um, also, also Twitter, Twitter yeah. at dudes to dads, Facebook, dudes to dads, Sorry. and all the other social handles that, that might <laughs> exist. Uh, also, too, we do always appreciate reviews. Uh, we are in iTunes and yes. Stitcher. Yeah. And so, reviews and comments and feedback is always welcomed. Um, and we, we appreciate that. So that yeah. kind of helps us, you know, not only shape things, but gets more listeners. Yeah, it does. Go to iTunes and leave it like a five-star review or just, Absolutely. it doesn't even have to be anything specific. Just tell us that you like it, what you don't like. And get your friends to do the same. Yes, exactly. <laughs> tell a friend, everyone. Right. So um, the good part about this thing, too, is we don't edit it, you know, because yeah. it's, because it's live, there's really no editing. So me hitting the you know the, the microphone <laughs> or something like that um you know th- that always happens where yeah. i drop something whatever so far Flat everything's been okay yeah, yeah everything's been okay knock okay. on knock on some sort of wood um so th- th- i the last thing i was talking about we were, we were talking about listen responsibly and how to do that um so creating a, a, an atmosphere in the time about talking like you know picking a good time to do that right so well the, you mentioned a place too like yeah like that's a good point too like you don't want to bring them in the middle of a mall and start talking about these things like and, you know or do you well you can in fact there's um uh i have a thing that's a little bit later uh but because kids respond differently you okay. know let's say you're you know this this is going to work for a little bit older kids you know like a teenager sure. a teenager does not want to talk right in most cases some do a lot of them don't yeah it may require you to go do an activity or something. Yeah. You know, hey, let's, like, if it was, you know, your son, maybe you share in something that you guys both like. If it was your daughter, you could take her and doing something that she really, you know, they might be then more inclined to talk. Comedian Bill Burr had a bit. He said, I think I'll be a good dad. You know, I'll just go out and play catch with him. 
you know, tell them about my fill my head with their <laughs> fill their head with my theories, right? <laughs> and just play catch with them. Uh, Not all of them want to play catch. Well, right, yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, that's yeah. one of those things. That, in fact, like, in our meetup, we just had our meetup earlier. Uh, one of uh, somebody had was talking about that because he really was interested in his kid playing sports. Yeah, his son. And his son's not taking to sports as he wish. Right. And right. so we were talking about that. It's like, okay, well, how do, you know, if you want to talk to your kid and you want to engage with them, you know, pushing them into that sport, how is that going to be positive or negative? You know, and we were going through all that. It was a really interesting discussion because, you know, everybody in the room kind of agreed. We've all sort of pushed our kids a little bit into areas that they might know. And some of it's okay because you're trying to get them to try stuff yeah, right. when they're younger. Coke's but up. at the same time, it's like, you know, we may love sports. We yeah. may love something or, right, you know, right. some sort of activity or, or habit or whatever, you know, or um, craft or yeah. something. And we want our children to love it. There's a difference and, between encouraging and pushing them into it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And they may not like it. You know, right. it's like a, just a, they're not into the sports or something like that. So, right. you know, and so the attempt to try to engage with the child and be like, hey, let's go outside and throw the ball. And the right. child's like, I don't like to throw the ball. I'd rather go play with Legos, yeah. you know, or, or something. You know, they like right. using their hands. So yeah. we were saying that if you want to do that, you know, um, you know you're going to have to figure out what they what they like. So right. Right. Um, another one, which we talked about sort of in the other list, was relaxing, yeah. um, you know, and, and responding to them in sort of a, a calm and, um, you know, peaceful demeanor. Peaceful demeanor. And the truth is, is like, you know, if they're coming at, if you're coming at them that way, they're more likely to come at you that way. Right. And I noticed that with my kids. I mean, if they get worked up really high, I have a tendency to try to back down really quick and be very calm. Yeah. It's weird, you know, it's a weird thing, but it's like, I've noticed that that, um, you know, that can help where I'm just like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm sorry you're upset right now, you know, yeah. and it's not going to feed them, you know, because it's going to feed them even more. Uh, and so, you know, that's that's something that you're going to want to do as far as relaxing. That's a uh, that's interesting. I remember having a, I learned this from myself as well, because I we were getting hyped up about a conversation in my uh, my ex roommate at the time in college. He would go, OK. <laughs> he would whisper it, right. and it made me feel like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm being loud. It just shut me down right. without even yelling over me. He just shut me down. So I was like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> that's a clever way to get me to shut up. <laughs> and it was lots of ways work. Lots yeah, of ways work. That's funny. You know, um, and the thing that you know wouldn't be good that you know not doing it responsibly would be displaying tension disapproval hostility and you got to remember too it's not only in what you're saying but it's your face and body expressions yeah so imagine you know i think 50 you know 55 percent or whatever it is of communication is nonverbal. yeah it's not more yeah you know i mean there's various studies that imagine you know how you're feeling in that expression whether it's in your face and you're mad yeah, or that yeah. you're you know you're you're relaxed and you're and that's going to really have an effect it does it does i have a a comment from a, a blabber how do you call it a blabite <laughs> you call those things uh so basically the exception on forcing our kids into something absolutely had to take my son to beaver stadium before my father-in-law took him to notre dame awesome <laughs> he's three and we were at penn state last weekend mission accomplished yeah that's good <laughs> Well, you had to one up. Yeah, exactly. Up. Nothing yeah, wrong with yeah. little little sportsmanship yeah, amongst. No, you know, no, that's great. We appreciate the feedback and, and the input. So yeah, it's good great. to have you guys here. Awesome. This is you know this is new for us too. So we're um, you know we do this podcast, but then we have it's really nice to have sort of the live interaction with people and getting some you know some live feedback. Yeah, it occasionally will throw us off because yeah. you know we're we're. we're 
not used to that, but I really like it. Jason and I are used to just talking to each well, other. Well, that's why I'm looking not at the camera because <laughs> yeah, I'm look, actually looking I'm, at I'm Alan. Feeling the questions. Um, I, I, you know, when I'm talking, I like to have the conversation. Yeah. It's that's that's how I, I. It's easier for me rather than like looking at a microphone or something. Sure. I'm looking at Alan, yeah. so uh, because we're in the same room, so it's, it's kind of funny. Um, so then, you know, we're talking about the listening response, uh, listen responsibly. The other thing is, is you know, drawing out solutions from your child. You know, so you're asking them the questions. So, you know, that's something that we or I try to do by saying, you know, like, so how did that feel? Or, you know, what'd you think about that? Or, you know, hey, would this work for you? Or that kind of thing. Rather than lecturing, moralizing, right. fixing, yeah. whatever. You know, my son or daughter might come to me with an issue instead of me just saying, oh, well, here's what you got to do, kid. You know? <laughs> Do it it's, like this here, kid. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, instead of doing that, you just have, you know, you've, you've got to sort of understand their perspective and allow them to talk. So right, right. Know, I think it's really important. Yeah. Um, so then the next thing for listening responsibly is allowing for the complete expression of the feeling. So not only allowing them to talk, but allow them to feel. You know, that's one of the things, too. We, we actually had this talk today as well. Sure. That you know, what uh, one of the other dads has um, siblings that will fight each other, and you know, if you can't just say you're not allowed to feel anger, right? You know, right. you, you yeah. just can't. I mean, yeah. especially a young child who's really has emotion. So you got to figure out ways to get that out and allowing them. So whether it's grabbing their shirt instead of hitting, or whatever, you know, grabbing their own shirt, doing something like that, then instead of you know, th- you have to allow them to feel. You know, yeah. and giving permissions, you know, permission to feel. Yeah, um, that's something you know. For those who have listened to the podcast, um, you know, Dr. Ellen Kreiman, my mother's uh, stuff. She, you know, had talked a lot about feeling. She had a, a thing. One of the tapes or the tapes, dating myself again, the audio <laughs> yeah. are called feel, "Feelings Just Are." Right. But it's allowing you to have those feelings, and especially when you have a spouse or whatever, you know, really allowing them to feel what they're feeling and don't, you know, don't put that down. Don't cut it off. Don't do anything like that. So, right, right. so I think those are just some tips about, cause we talked about how important listening is, you yeah. know, and I, and I think the listening is a, is really something that, um, you know, we don't do very well. Yeah. Oh, well, I put we meaning myself, <laughs> um, you know, you might listen wonderfully or be a great <laughs> listener, but, um, I'm, I'm working on that. And yeah. I think that's partly, I think my, you know, my kids and my, the people in my family would probably appreciate that. Sure. You know, sure. to do that. So, so for those of you just joining us, we are on a live blab of the dudes to dads podcast. Uh, dudes to dads is a podcast where we help, uh, single dudes, uh, become family men. Uh, we do get, female listeners who like to listen in on kind of the dad's perspective. Uh, but this really is about the dads and, um, you know, we talk about parenting, we talk about relationships, we give advice, we give yeah. tips, and then we also learn ourselves, Absolutely, you know, yeah. and, um, this kind of started the dudes to dads, uh, concept started out of a, a meetup group. If you're familiar with meetup here in uh, North San Diego, which I started about two and a half years ago. Right. I can't believe it's been that yeah, long. That's crazy. Um, in fact, we just had one tonight and yeah. then we're recording after that. So right. I have that motivation. I've been talking to the guys for an hour and a half and we had all kinds of subjects going on and the dads meet and, uh, you know, talk about some things that are, that are going on in their lives. And, you know, talking from experience, uh, is always helpful. You know, it's not preaching, it's not doing that. It's really talking about experience. So, 
there's people of all different ages and, and that's what's really cool is that you know there's some people that will come to these meetups or even listen to the podcast or whatever that actually have the perspective they think that they're coming to get help or get assistance and in reality they end up helping other helping people. Helping other people, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean just hey, oh yeah, I went through that myself or I've sure. experienced that. So yeah. it's really really cool to see that and now to bring it, you know, to a wider audience through the podcast and then now through the through Blab, it's it's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So um we tonight's topic we're talking about, you know, being able to communicate uh, dads being able to communicate with their kids. We've offered some tips. What we do too is on the podcast if you don't catch uh, this live is on the podcast page on our website. We do put summaries of what we talk about. And mm -hmm. so if there's links or anything that you missed um, to some of the articles that I talk about or such, we'll make sure that we put those on there. Is the comment and section open for those? I'd have to look. Yeah, I'll have to check. talk to the webmaster. <laughs> oh, that's me. I, I have to uh, shoemaker's kids go shoeless. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or you can always leave comments in iTunes where you are in iTunes. No, absolutely. Again, not to keep absolutely. belaboring that point. So, no, th th no, that's totally cool. Okay, so there was an article from the National Center of Fathering. Mm -hmm. and um, But this, this article was talking just specifically about dads and sons communicating. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it was sort of in general... Uh, one of the tips was to get your son to talk. Don't try to get him to talk. Right, right. <laughs> don't want to force him. No. And, and what's that saying is, you know, work on a project, uh, do something fun, mm -hmm. you know, if they like something outdoors. And then once they're engaged with that, you can maybe bring up a topic and, and try to try to chat that way. Right, right. So that was, that was something that, uh, you know, was suggested. Where's the National Center of Fathering? Um, I, I, I don't necessarily know that it's a facility. It could be a facility. Oh, it's but like it's, it's just a nebulous like, cloud yeah. entity. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's like a, it's a nonprofit, I believe, like just does studies and things oh, like that gotcha. about fathering okay. and then, you know, and, and pushes to, um, to you know, improve the cause, right. so to speak. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, the other is, you know, watch for cues that he's ready to talk. So... You know, maybe there's certain times of the day, like I talked about, my kids are more inclined to talk in the morning. Right. You know, and yeah. that kind of thing. Um, cues may be subtle, but you want to learn to spot them and, and understand sort of what, you know, the kids prefer. Goes back to that empathy thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, be available no matter what time. So <laughs> if your kid is it's in the middle of the night, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Be available. They need you. Mm -hmm. Be available. You know, right. You're not going to turn them down, especially if you're having communication issues. You're not going to want to turn them down. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, yeah. Which, it really wouldn't make <laughs> kind of sense. shuts down communications. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't make sense. To <laughs> um, and then uh, the last one was affirm him verbally. So, which you know, a lot of men don't do as well as probably the moms. Right. Um, but that's just you know saying I love you. It's uh, I'm you know I'm proud to be your dad. That kind of stuff. And, right. and, and those affirmations. You know, we also talk about touch. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to feel closer to you if you are, you know, doing that kind of thing. So, right, right. Um, you know, physical touch is important. And so, you know, being close to them, not only affirming them and doing that and being loving, it's going to really help. So, okay. So that was with the National Center of Fathering. So I had 10 more tips that are somewhat related on the other ones, but this was from uh, All Pro Dad, which is a big organization through professional sports, I think through the NFL. Oh, no kidding. Or something, and uh, they do, uh, they had a, an article, 10 Tips for Communicating with Kids as well. So, so I'm taking a lot of this from different places, but I'm seeing the same, you know, it's the same stuff. Trends, yeah, exactly. You know? And they're all good stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, first one was uh, breaking bread or having a meal. Breaking so, bread. 
we talked about this about having a meal and the the fact is they're going to connect with your children you know connecting communicating is very similar mm-hmm. i mean it's um you need to connect in order to communicate right right know, that kind of thing yeah so eating you know eating two to three meals a week you know together as a family or just you know with your children is going to be really important mm-hmm. um another suggestion is when you know you're in the car uh, you know, instead of listening to music or playing games, it's like, you know, that's a place to talk. Which sure. I don't know if I totally agree with that one. <laughs> because <laughs> you're kind of, you're in the mo- middle well, of driving. I've, no, but that, but I've also heard the opposite. Like when my kids, I'm taking them to school. I take them to school a couple days in a week. Right. Um, you know, the other tip is that if your kids don't want to talk, don't force them to talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like it might be that like especially after school if they're like too energetic they may not that's like yeah it's the last thing they want to do is sit there and talk to you yeah you know you might not be so but once again you've got to know your child exactly you know some people might be apt to talk right you've got to know your child so that's just an opportunity that if 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 it could work for you instead of you know listening to your phone i mean listening to your music or your child playing a game you know to do that right the, the the one that we you know we talked about ad nauseum earlier was listening, mm-hmm. um, but also paying attention to their body language and that kind of stuff. So right, right. you know it's, it's that's a big deal. Um, the other is one on one. You know, as a family, we do a lot of stuff. Uh, my family, what I was, what I'm talking about, but um, and I have two kids, so mm-hmm. my wife and then two kids and stuff. So that's why you know I've done these camping trips and some of these other things where I actually get the chance to to spend one on one time with my with my kid. And I think that that's really, really important. The one-on-one time, it, it is unique. Um, you get a chance to really connect, and then at that time, you can possibly have better communication and the closeness right. to do that. So I think that that's that that's cool and that works. Um, the fourth, or I'm sorry, the fifth one is walk in their shoes. So we talked about this about you yeah. know connecting too. Right. Um, you know, educate on the things that they're dealing with. You know, if it's a little bit of an older child, you know, peer pressure, drugs, alcohol, dating, school, whatever, you got to kind of know what's going on, um, but also stay current, you know, know what they're using, the devices, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that goes into the next one, which is number six, which is texting. So mm-hmm. they actually are recommending, you know, hey, you can send a short text to your kid, make it short. Do not <laughs> lecture. Don't be annoying. Don't do it too many times, whatever. Just keep you get it like short. 40 texts in a row. Yeah. I mean, basically you know, a paragraph. You just like saying, hey, <laughs> you know, hope everything's good. You had a good day, but whatever, you know, short. Right. So, um, the other one is the right approach. And so it, was, it really was just saying that all kids are different, you yeah. know, which we've already sort of covered. Uh, personality and needs are different. You know, some are f- need firmness, others are gentle touch. You know, I mean, they don't, they're not going to respond if you're, you know, you know, really strong with them. Right. Um, the eight, the number eight is get off their back. <laughs> Just basically get off their back. Um, you know, conversations that are, that are sort of dominated by you correcting them or lecturing or whatever it's just it's gonna just drop their self-confidence yeah it's gonna you know they're gonna shut you out uh yeah you makes know, sense. and and choose the right moment so give them and also here this is a big one give them room to make this is still part of this one give them room to make mistakes right allow them to make mistakes yeah you know? and we try try to do that with my kids and saying hey it's okay to make mistakes mm-hmm. like you're not getting in trouble for making a mistake but it's right. like you know can you fix it can you make it better you know what can you do, especially if you hurt somebody or yeah, or had an accident with something. But stuff's gonna or happen. Dropped something right. or whatever. Yeah, and that's something that it's interesting. So you know, the next um, thing is open your book, which has to do to me with mistakes. Um, tell them about 
your wins and losses, you know, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. I mean, I, I have shared with my children, you know, some mistakes that I've made or, or have done. And, and part of that is it's okay to see the imperfections. You know, when they were first born or they were younger, before I sort of went to classes and things like that, I was always thinking like I had to be perfect for them. Right. But the truth is, is like that puts a lot of pressure on both them and myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay for them to see the imperfections and, and if anything, to see then how you overcome them or how you deal with stuff. You know, so even an argument, you know, like if I was to argue with my wife, of course I never argue. <laughs> of course not. No. Um, we have discussions. Um, <laughs> just but no, loud. But, you know, and I, and I agree to a certain extent. You don't want the kids. I mean, but people will hide it. Yeah. Per se. But I think what's important that my kids will see is they'll, they'll see us talk it out and yeah, talk through yeah. it and say, hey, okay, listen, we're upset with each other right now because of this, this, and this. But then we're okay. Yeah. You know, and we talked about it. And, hey, I, I listened to you. You listened to me. And they watch you solve the problem. You know, yeah. and I think that that that's a really really important. Well, thing. and it also they can emulate that later in their own relationships, right? Yeah. Which open your when you open your book, the, the last one is be an open door. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, be yourself, be relaxed, be open, know that your door is always open and that your life is open to them, and so that you know they feel love and trust and those kinds of things to to really communicate with you, right? Um, right. So that's I mean that that's really you know the gist of it. Um, there was one uh, item that was sort of just an added that I that I was came across was misbehavior is a form of communication. So okay, that's a good point. Because, so yeah, they're acting yeah. up for a reason, right? We talk about all these things about communication yeah. and everything, and know that you know something's not going on right in your child's life for them. And it's funny, you know, when we are off. Or you know, or cranky or whatever we call it, stressed. Yeah. For a kid, we call it misbehaving. Right, right. The truth is that they're stressed too. Yeah. You know, and so under understanding that you know they're not necessarily bad. So if you can look at that kind of behavior as that they are stressed out, mm-hmm. you're going to start to look at it different and probably treat it differently. Right. You know, and yeah. so that's that, I think that's something that's important to you know just to, to consider. So sure. Um, so for those of you who stuck with us. Um, <laughs> Max. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, hey, good to join us, Max. The fact that we're <laughs> done, but we appreciate uh, you you joining us on Blab. Yeah. Max is one of our uh, members. Yeah. Of the, who we enjoy of the group. Yeah, the group who we enjoy having, um, and uh, and always uh, bringing light to the situation. So we, we enjoy that. Uh, yeah. But so uh, for those of you who just joined us, I apologize because this is pretty much over. Um, but at the same time we will be doing this again probably need to fix our technical difficulties because we probably had what a 45 minutes of technical difficulties no almost but uh, you know what it just live and learn and i think i we got it down so we'll just have to write it down and take a snapshot so uh but for those of you on the podcast thank you once again uh any questions comments uh once again podcast at dudes to dads.com Twitter, Dudes to Dads, Facebook, also uh, giving us a rating in Stitcher and uh, iTunes. iTunes. Especially iTunes. Go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review if you can. And leave a comment if you can. Or if not, just don't have to say anything. You put a period. Be done. (laughs) So hopefully we'll be able to uh, do this again with a little less uh, things. But with that, we'll uh, see you next week, Alan. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Take care. Take care, guys. Goodbye, everybody.